Radio. I want to welcome everybody to the 110 Nation Sports Show, <clears throat> broadcasting live out of the Carolina Sports Plus studio tonight. Uh, so thankful to be here. Um, we tried to do this last night, but, or um, not last night, last week, um, but ran into uh, technical difficulties. I gave it a good run for 30 minutes trying to get this started last week. Uh, but you know what? I'm not going to complain. I'm going to be fortunate because um, a lot's happened over the last week and gives us, gives us just that much more to talk about. So looking forward to doing this tonight. But even more so, looking forward to doing it tonight. I'm looking forward to doing it tonight with my new co-host, Mario. I'm getting ready to put him into the Carolina Sports Plus studio as well. Uh, Mario, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? Uh, I, I'm, I'm here. I was rushing. Uh, my last run took a little bit longer than I thought it was going to take, but I am here. It's been a long time since I've heard your voice. For those that, well, obviously nobody knows except for you and I, uh, Mario used to uh, be a customer of mine. Um, and I've been a, well, I would say a customer is his, but uh, you, I think you've always given me free stuff. So I don't think I've technically been a customer of yours yet, yeah, I don't think. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> uh, but uh, we've, uh, we've had many conversations. Uh, we used to live in the same town. Um, now we live multiple states away. Thank God for technology and getting to do this. Um, so uh, glad to have you on board. Glad to have you part of the 110 Nation, um, even more than uh, being a, uh, one of our marketing partners. Speaking of which, I want to give an opportunity to uh, give you an opportunity to kind of promote um, Carolina Sports Plus, um, where you're located, how they can get uh, uh, merchandise, um, website, Facebook, all that kind of stuff before we jump into things real quick. Okay, we'd love to. Uh, we're, lo- we're located in Rayford, North Carolina. You can catch us on Facebook and Instagram at Carolina Sports Plus. And we're also online at carolinesportsplus.com. We have plenty of good deals, plenty of nice merchandise, and check us out. I'm not going to lie. Great. Never realized you had much of a North Carolina accent until uh, I've been away for a few years. (laughs) I can hear that uh, North Carolinian in you. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a long time. Uh, Yeah. Uh, make sure that you guys check out the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network by going to www.the110nationsportsradionetwork.com. You can catch all the shows just like the season premiere of Race Chat Live last night. If you guys missed it, Craig, Chris, Taz, and Miss Lee were all in the studio getting you guys ready for the NASCAR season, talking a little indie um, as they talk SRX racing. They talk a little bit of everything. Tuesday nights, 8 o'clock, right here on the 110 Nation Sports Radio. Radio Network. If you go over there to uh, www.110nationsportsradionetwork, you can also click on tabs. I, I know some people listen to shows on iHeartRadio, they listen to podcasts on Spotify, iTunes. It's got all the links to send you to whatever app you prefer to listen to. Then follow us over there. That way you guys do not miss, a, miss any of the shows. I'm going to know Southern Dirt Track Report, which is Thursday nights, 8 o'clock. They will be back here in the next month or two, so looking forward to having them back on the network as well. If you're out there and uh, have a show and you want it syndicated on our network, or maybe you don't have a platform to do your show on and you want to come on board and do your show on our network, just hit me up. Send me an e- uh, email, Sports at gmail.com. 
or uh, hit us up on Facebook, 110 Nation Sports, um, and uh, we'll definitely get back with you. Like I said, we're syndicated on iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes. Um, there's a whole list of them on our site that we're syndicated on. Um, Block Talk Radio, obviously, um, Spreaker, you name it, we're pretty much on there. Um, we had a whole list of things we was going to jump into. We had this whole agenda. Matter of fact, last week you had a whole agenda. Um, had to scratch that, mm-hmm. had to modify that. Some of it was time, some, some of that was time sensitive, some of it wasn't. Um, as in the divisional rounds of the NFL, now we had the championship round. But uh, just like, uh, just like, it seemed like every Sunday, there was one person that managed to upset and change things, even the last minute or two of a game, and it kind of upset the the flow of things tonight. And yes, I'm talking of TB12, also known as Tom Brady. I want to kind of jump into that before we actually jump into our agenda tonight, as he announced that he, this time for sure, is retiring. Um, I know that people and Tom Brady, it's a love-hate kind of relationship. Um, yeah. If you're on your team, you love them. If you're a Patriots fan mm-hmm. or you're a Buccaneer fan, you love them. <laughs> if you're anything else to include, Mario, Carolina Panthers fan, you're not such a fan um, of them, uh, especially with that, <laughs> <know that's> <laughs> with that Super, uh, super, uh, super Bowl loss. Um, I'm going to get your thoughts and opinions. Um me personally, I like Tom Brady. Um, my team or not, uh, I guess because I never had a real high bar being a Cleveland Browns fan. I'm hoping this next year maybe things will turn around. Now we got a whole year with Deshaun Watson um, and yeah. new defensive coordinator and everything else. Um, but the bar was never real high while Tom Brady was a quarterback. So, uh, you know, it, it wasn't out of the ordinary for us to get beat by the Patriots or really any other team. Um, so I, 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 have, I learned to appreciate. I, I learned to chuckle at fans. Um, I, mm-hmm. I know everybody in the tuck rule. And, yeah. All this, everybody upset with them for cheating or accusing them of cheating and this, that, and the other. I always still blew my mind that he got suspended for four games, and they never actually proved that he deflated anything. But he still suspended, He still served his suspension. Um, I'm a firm believer every team cheats. You know, Atlanta got fined yeah. for having fake crowd noise. You had um, uh, Sean Payton suspended for a year for the uh, the – the uh, paid bounty and all that stuff. Everybody cheats. Just whether or not you His get only caught or not, pulled everything. <laughs> yeah. um, so, um, I, I I don't I don't I, I don't I feel every team cheats one way or another. I, to include yeah. my Browns, I'm not delusional that my team's not bent the rules. Um, so um, I learned to appreciate. Um, I, I think that a fan of Tom Brady or not. When when Tom Brady, unless he was playing your team, when Tom Brady got that ball and it was only a minute or a minute and a half or 45 seconds, I think deep mm-hmm. down inside, no matter how much you disliked him, you wanted to see if he could do it again. Yeah. Can, can, can this man, no timeouts, yeah. 40 seconds, yeah. You got to yeah. go 90 yards, mm-hmm. 40 seconds, no timeouts. Can he do it? And sure enough, he usually yeah. did it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, so, and, and I think the other part that sticks out is, the tw- everybody was talking about this all day long. He basically had a Hall of Fame career in his 20s. Then if you just take what he did in his 30s, was another Hall of Fame career. And if you took mm-hmm. what he, just what he did in his 40s, another Hall of Fame career. Hall of Fame um, career. Yeah. Yes. No, I, have um, no, I have no hatred towards him. No. Well, that's good. 
Even 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 with the loss in uh even the loss of Super Bowl to the Panthers, no no hate. Even 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 with the loss to Super Bowl, you know we had our opportunities. But as far as hatred for him, I don't have no hatred for him. It, I I was I feel good just seeing just seeing his greatness. So uh, you know I I, I kind of leave it as that. You know it's going to be weird. Um, living in a generation. And moving forward, not having Tom Brady. Like, yeah. I know your kids, I don't remember how old your kids are, but I know they're on the younger side. To know when they yeah. are in the teenage years or even get to be in their 20s and they're like, Tom Brady, like, who's this Tom Brady? You know, kind of my son's 16, and, you know, Michael Jordan's kind of a distant thought. Like, he's heard of Michael yeah. Jordan, but you're only going to see him on highlights yeah. at this point, but, you yeah. know, in his mm-hmm. lifetime. So, you know, it's, it's going to be those kind of – it's just going to be weird. We we get sit around in our 60s and 70s. And remember back when Tom Brady did this? And not, mm-hmm. You had it for 20, what, 23 years or something? Yeah. So it, yeah. it's just going to be weird not to be your part of your Sunday – Fantasy picks, yeah. uh, your your football pull, pull, uh, your sports bets, all that to include what is Tom Brady, who is Tom Brady playing, and everything else. It's just going to be weird. Mm-hmm. What does he rank? What does he rank with you? Um, he's definitely greatest all time when it comes to quarterback or NFL player. Okay. Um, okay. They've been in conversation today whether or not he is the greatest athlete of all time. Um. And, and where the argument, and I, I kind of agree with the argument. Like, if you talk NBA, you know, you can legitimately almost have a three-person argument, Jordan, LeBron, and Kareem. Um, when you have baseball, mm-hmm. there's not really a cut favorite when you talk about all time. Anybody in yeah. NFL you talk, pretty much Tom Brady, regardless if you're a fan or not, you're going to say Tom Brady, greatest of all time. Um, you might not have been the most athletic person when it comes to athletes, but what he did on the field, off the field, just listen to LaShawn McCoy talk today about even in that last Super Bowl run with Tampa Bay and just how he prepared for the game and how he took things and how he coached people and how he text messaged people. Um, I, I've yeah. learned a lot of this last week. and it, Yes, and so that, that kind of elevates it. You know, if my son wanted to be an NFL player, and I I said this a long time ago about Tim, Tim Tebow. You know, I, I a lot of people don't idolize Tim Tebow or look at Tim Tebow in a way that I look at Tim Tebow. I look at Tim Tebow. If my son grew up to play football, I'd want to him to follow Tim Tebow's steps, where he he was a good man, he was a Christian man, he was all these things, regardless if he was successful or not, which he made millions. Um, but he did it the right way. And Tim, uh, Tom yeah. Brady's another one. He did it the right way. He took care of his body. He was a good person. He was humble. He wasn't one of these that went out to the strip joints or got in trouble with the law or, you know, even mm-hmm. Miles Garrett wrecking his car. We all know he was acting a fool. Um, mm-hmm. But he did it the right way. And so I would want my son to be like that if he ever grew up to be a football player. How does he rank with you? Uh, he ranks he, he ranks greatest of all time to me as well. I totally agree. I totally agree with everything you just said. You know, just as far as his leadership and his uh, longevity in football, you know, kind of speaks for his own. Now, but I'm I not agree. sure I how. Agree. I'm not. I'm not sure how old you are. I, I know we're close to probably yeah. an age. I can't remember. Yeah, I'm four. 
Yeah, 40, 41. Okay. Yeah, we're not too far. If I turn 45 this month. So I'm same okay, age as so Tom Brady. Um, and I yeah. couldn't imagine putting in, at 45 years old, putting in the physical conditioning, the physical everything, the hits and everything at 45 like Tom Brady took. Um, I, I, that's another part of what he did that I have bad respect for, even in my 40s period. Yeah. I, and I've noticed after I've gotten into my 40s, things hit a little bit differently. You wake up sore yeah. than you used to wake up, or, you know, you, you step the wrong way, and now it's a week-long n- nagging ankle or knee or something versus mm-hmm. when you're in your 20s and 30s. I couldn't imagine playing one of the toughest sports and get banged up the way he does at 45 years old. And I think that's the other part yeah. where I think this time might might be the actual real deal. He always said he wanted to play to 45. So he, he juked yeah. us last year on February 1st and came back. But this year, February 1st, he's 45. He hit that goal. He could check everything off. He has, like, every record possible, and by a long shot, yeah. I don't think uh, hardly any of his how, records are going to be beat. How, how, do you, yeah, how do you feel about uh, his last year His last year compared to if he would have left after he won the Super Bowl? Do you I have any, like, like, any – does it sway anything? Does it move anything? Do you think different, or how do you feel about that? No, I don't think – the only thing I think is I think this year the physical part of it caught up with him. I'm not going to say because he still had a great a great year, especially for 45. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah. I think when you come off the Super Bowl, you didn't really get hurt. You still felt great. Um, I could do this again. But I think this year, I think, Eight nine season wasn't as fun. Little bit, of course, you had to change that head coach position. I, I just don't think it was as fun, and I, I think that I think his body told him, "Look, it's I think it's that time. I go in, go relax and enjoy the rest of your life. Let's let's enjoy the rest of our life. Let's not do this all the year." I I, I don't think any less of him as a player. I, I held that last game. I mean, I, I blew everybody away. It was the last game of the game before when he threw the three touchdowns to Mike Evans and um, yeah. kept them kept. Yeah, it might have been before the one before the last game, um, yeah, and that game that up. they had. See, yeah, he showed that he, he still had it. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, it was against Carolina, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. That's right. So it was. All right, we got that out of the way. I, I think everybody's kind of gave their two cents on there um, throughout the day. I, I think it kind of surprised. I think we knew it was coming. It was either that he was going, he was going to go play somewhere else for a year or two, and go on his way. I think we knew his Tampa Bay days were probably done, but I, I think we all kind of yeah. had an idea this was about it. Um, this last weekend we had the conference championship games and. Um, the first one we'll jump into is the San Francisco Philadelphia game. Um, I tell you what, Mario, uh, <laughs> those 49ers can't catch a break to save their life. No, they can't. Um, yeah. <laughs> you lost, what, Trey Lance in week one or week two, and then you lost Garoppolo mm-hmm. a couple weeks after that. 
you ride in the wave of uh, Brock Purdy into the playoffs, and then the first quarter might even been like the first drive. He goes down. Yeah. You bring in Joe Johnson, who's been in the league forever. You had to actually Google who he even played for. So you really know you've heard the name, but didn't really know the name. Yeah. Um, then mm-hmm. he gets hit, goes to concussion. Um, then you've got to bring Purdy back in, who can't throw the football. So even yeah. though your defense, your defense has kind of kept you in the game at this point. Once the defense realized you're not throwing the ball at all, then that that was kind of the end of that. Um, yeah. My my opinion or, or my my question for you, um, first of all, is would it have made more sense to do the game plan they did, or I know that I can't remember who was who was commentary in the game. It might have been Tony Romo. I don't remember if they did that game or the other game. But one of them mentioned the fact that maybe they need to go ahead and make uh, McCaffrey uh, McCaffrey Wildcat. At least there be yep. some threat of a pass game slash runner. I've never been one mm-hmm. for the Wildcat. I, I think it's kind of predictable. But in this situation, at least – you know, if McCaffrey could prove that he could throw the ball at least somewhat, that would at least gave you some kind of threat, at least made the defense kind of respect there's a chance of a throw. Instead, you went with Purdy, which there was no respect it was going to be any kind of throw. Um, in your opinion, and I know this is just two guys sitting in the studio, second-guessing Shanahan, who has proven to be a very wise coach, um, but do you feel that he made the right call on that? Would you have played it out the way Shanahan did, or would you have tried to gone with a wildcat and see if McCaffrey could have helped generate spark something? I, I, I would de- I would definitely try it. I would definitely try it. But I felt like during that time of the game, I want to say I want to say he kind of the offense kind of gave up, but it was kind of like just tipping towards the ending point. You know what I mean? I just I just kind of go back on how do you how do you leave a Pro Bowl defensive end on a second string tied in with no help? <laughs> You know what I mean? No. To get your quarterback hurt in the first place. You know what I mean? That that's that's you know that's that's what kind of started it. But I would I would have tried the Wildcat, but during that time during that time of the game, I just felt like the 49ers offense just kind of said, you know, this is what it is, and, and this is how it's going to end. You know. We've lost four well, quarterbacks this year. It just wasn't yeah. wasn't meant to be our year. Kind of. uh, <laughs> yeah, kind of like saying, you know, it's over with. But we already know we didn't have our quarterback. So what could have <laughs> should have been, nobody knows. You know what I mean? That's the angle. That's yeah. the angle that they got right now. You know what I mean? As far as you know, the Forty ers What could have happened if we would have had our quarterbacks? You know, but. Yeah. Now, with the Philadelphia Eagles, um, and a lot has been made of it. Oh, they scored all these points in the last two games, and they this, they that. Um, two, two things. One, after watching the 49ers-Philadelphia game, I felt whoever won the Kansas City-Cincinnati Bengals game, that was going to be your Super Bowl champion. 
um, because I was not impressed, and I, I could be wrong, and I'm waiting to hear what you're going to say about this, but I was not impressed by Philadelphia. Um, I was mm-hmm. not impressed with the fact that in, in, in a conference game, Jalen Hurst barely threw for over 100 yards, or only rushed for like 40 yards, and everybody made a big deal about the 38 points. Well, you better run up the points. You better run up the score because your defense has literally got to do nothing other than to stop the run because there is no threat. So they yeah. should be three and outs. You should have the ball enough time that you should be able to run up the score regardless. Um, yeah. I have not been as in, I guess I have not personally been as impressed with Jalen Hurts as everybody else this season or a majority of the people this season. Um, uh, what's your thoughts? Are you impressed with the Philadelphia Eagle win? Are you impressed with the Eagles? Do you, what was your thoughts of the Eagles? My thoughts for the Eagles. Eagles, Eagles are good at press. No, what, what, what I like them, what I like them to see them win it. Uh, it wouldn't, it wouldn't bother me. You know, Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts came a long way. You know, he got his own little story within himself. So, you know, his story is good. You know, as far as his background and how far, you know, all the ups and downs he had from Oklahoma, Alabama. You know, going to the second round. You know. Jason Wentz and being a backup, and then you know this off season talking about Russell Wilson trading for him, you know. So he kind of he kind of he kind of proved the point as far as leading a team to a Super Bowl. I want to see him win it. I'm kind of I'm kind of I want to say over the Patrick Mahomes train, but you know he's good, but. It's, it's it's kind of a toss up, but as far as the Eagles impress, no. Would I like to see him win it? Yes. Do I like Jalen Hurts? He has a story, a good story, yeah. But uh, maybe maybe I'm just biased. I, I I'm a very anti Alabama. So if you have anything to do with Alabama, I oh, really yeah. don't want to see. Yeah, I don't yeah, know what. Yeah, <laughs> see, I, yeah, I don't. Have, yeah, I, I feel you. I have no problem with Alabama. <laughs> So I told being a black guy, <laughs> being yeah, a black guy, that. that's almost as bad. That's almost as bad as yeah. someone being a Duke fan from Duke for you. Um, and that's the way it is, yeah, how, Michigan how you, or Alabama. <laughs> yeah, how do you feel about uh, what's what's the linebacker from Cowboys talking, telling uh, the Eagles to go win it all for their division? How do you feel about that, uh, Parsons? How do you feel about that? Uh, I don't think that. Barstool Sports should have made such a big deal about it. But at the same time, I couldn't imagine anybody from the Buckeyes saying that for Michigan or anybody from the Browns saying that to the Steelers or the Ravens. Exactly. Exactly. The only only exception possibly to the rule that I can see it possibly happen is if somebody Mm -hmm. from the Browns said it to somebody in Cincinnati, even though they're in the same division, we, we represent the same state. Um, so yeah. that might be, yeah. and I'm I'm very anti yeah, Cincinnati even being, yeah. Yeah. yeah, even even being a Cleveland friend, I'm yeah. very anti Cincinnati. As a matter of fact, I've cheered for the Chiefs. I picked Chiefs in the Speddy in the sports book. Um, I did not. Uh-huh. I, I'm very anti Cincinnati. I'm very anti Who Day. Um, so, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm not a big fan of that. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I'm definitely not a big fan of that. Hey, that that right there would rub me the wrong way as far as being in a locker room with somebody. You know what I mean? 
<laughs> but uh, you know, it could be it could be different. It could be you know what I mean. It could be different. I'm not, but it would definitely it, it definitely would rub me hey. the wrong way. What's what's what? And I, I know they're not related, but let's 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 spin it though for a second. Let's say your okay. son is a Duke Blue Devil. Mm-hmm. Would you say go win the go win the big no. match? Go no. <laughs> No, 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 no. I want to see them lose. My son became, my son became a Wolverine. My son became a Wolverine. Yeah. Oh, hey, look, you need to change the last name. Don't put that last name on the back of a Wolverine jersey. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> um, there, there was another championship game this weekend. Um, yep, it was so, uh, the uh, Kansas, City, Kansas City Chiefs and those stupid Bengals. Um, Bengals. Those Bengals. The rest of my family loves the Bengals. I am the only anti-Bengal, the only Browns person in my entire family. Um, for those mm-hmm. that listen to the show on a regular basis, y'all know I'm very anti-Bengals. I hate the Who Day saying. It's been a very pleasant week this week. I've not had to hear Who Day or anything about the Bengals this week. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, I've hardly even had to see a jersey all week. Um, everybody's kind of nope. put that stuff in the closet. Um, that's kind of the difference between the Bengals fans, the, the Bengals fans, and the Browns fans. I still see Brown stuff all the time, yeah. no matter we lose all the time. Yeah. Bengals fans, they only yeah. bring their stuff out when they're winning. Um, <laughs> but uh, we had a championship game this weekend. Um, the Chiefs, obviously, they pulled it off at the end. Um, close game, closer than I wanted to be. Mamie had to stay up later. Very I had close. to be up first Very thing close. in the morning. Yeah, I had to be up at 3 o'clock in the morning. So the fact that it took the Chiefs to the very last four seconds of the game to take that lead was kind of aggravating. Um, but I knew I couldn't go to sleep unless I knew who won the game. So I knew what I was expecting on Monday. Um, my big takeaway from that game, though, is people talking about the refs. And for those that have listened me, to the show for, for a long time, I've said this about my Buckeyes when they've messed up. I've said this about the Browns when they've messed up. I say this about any team, any time. You take care of business, a bad call or two will not determine the outcome of the game. There's yeah, very far few exceptions I, yeah, I to that rule. I agree. But you I take agree. care of that business. Um, yeah. Like I told somebody today. Those referees didn't throw the two interceptions. The referee didn't allow the quarterback to get sacked at least four times. Um, there, there was many, many things that the Bengals did to themselves to cause themselves to be in the position that they should not have been in. Um, they, mm-hmm. they honestly should have won that game. They should if they, if they didn't allow that quarterback to get sacked. If they would have blocked and Burrow wouldn't have thrown the two interceptions, then, then we wouldn't even have this conversation. But because they did not take care of business, they put themselves in the predicament, and nobody to include um, number fifty-eight Oasis or whatever OS, whatever his name is, that sideline for about 30 minutes crying because he knew he screwed up. Yeah. I mean, Mahomes was yeah. almost able to be in the grand, in the in the stand sitting down with the fans before he yeah. got pushed. Um, that's how yeah. late that push was. Um, yeah, that, it was very late. He would, yeah, if he wouldn't have touched him, I, I think we go into overtime and we might not have yeah. the same outcome. I don't think the kicker makes it from that distance. Not in the cold, not no. the way that we, that night no. was going. Um, I we, we probably at least would have seen an overtime game. Um, yeah. But instead, he did what he did. 
put the Bengals in the situation. And another thing I didn't like that mm-hmm. week is week one, the first game in the playoffs, the Bengals were all, oh, everybody, we're the underdog. Nobody thinks we deserve to be here. All of us, all of that. Then by the time you roll into week two of the playoffs, we're going to Burrowhead. We're going to this. We're going to yeah. that. So you went from yeah. the underdogs and being humble about it to now you become cocky because you beat the Buffalo Bills mm-hmm. and think your stuff don't stink. Um, you kind of put yourself in that situation where your mouth wrote checks yeah. that you guys couldn't yeah. cash. Yeah. It got it got it got it got them more hyped up. You know what I mean? You already know. Yeah. Somebody's gonna be talking like that. The other the other opponent's gonna be very hyped up and ready to go. Yeah. Especially when you got the mayor of Cincinnati running his mouth. Mm-hmm. You got Mixon running yeah. his mouth. The yeah. only, I give him credit. The only one that wasn't running his mouth was Joe Burrow. He he kind of kept his yeah. mouth shut and was was trying to focus on what what needed to be done. Um, I think everybody else should have spent more time focusing on what needed to be done. Mm-hmm. There's another point I was going to bring up in that game, and I I, I had it in my mind. Um, shoot. If I think about it, I'll go back to it. Um Another topic we had lined up for tonight was one of them was going to be where's Tom Brady going to end up, but we 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 got that already. Um, we got three other quarterbacks right now um, that could have an impactful, um, significant make a difference in their in the organization, and that's Derek Carr, Lamar Jackson, and Aaron Rodgers. Um, where we're going to yeah. tackle the Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers thing at first. Um, there's a lot of talk about Aaron Rodgers being traded. I, I think we're possibly at a point where Green Bay and, and Rodgers are wanting to go their different ways. I don't think that Rodgers wants to keep going through the cycle of not really having top receivers, but when you're also requiring the amount of money to play, it makes it hard with salary cap. Um, I, yeah. I know that the Jets have a situation where they got some top receivers. Um, I guess mm-hmm. real good person relation to him has got something to do with the organization. If he's the quarterback coach, offensive coach, I don't, yeah, I don't know the exact coach. title. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I think if there's a move to be made, I, I see I see them um, sending um, Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. I, I think that yeah. for Aaron Rodgers, yeah. what I, I, what I see is Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets. It gives it, it gives a chance first for Green Bay to see what they have in love. Um, and see whether or not they made the right choice, or they uh, if this is what they drafted, if this is what they're going forward with, then that's it's it's time. Um, and also it gives the chance for the Jets to have another year or two to draft another quarterback because obviously the Zach Wilson thing is not going to work. And you, you no, have two good work. receivers, especially especially with Wilson Garrett from Ohio State. I can't remember who the other wide receiver is, um, but they got some serious threats over there. Um, and, and if they just put a quarterback behind what they got. Going going on, the Jets actually could be a threat in the East. Um, yeah, I, I think I agree, it would yeah. give Aaron Rodgers 
give Aaron Rodgers a new scene, an opportunity to have some targets. It gives the Jets a couple years to draft a quarterback, possibly this year or next, to get them developed before Aaron Rodgers is ready to retire. Um, and, and it gives Green Bay an opportunity, one, to get something in return, um, probably draft picks, um, gets Aaron Rodgers and his salary off their books, uh, but also gives them a chance to move forward and let their young guys grow together and kind of move forward with their uh, with, with what they got going on with, over there. Um, what's your thoughts on the whole Aaron Rodgers? I would like I would like to see Aaron Rodgers go to the Jets, and I feel like he, I think Aaron Rodgers still got a lot left though. He can still he can still do Aaron Rodgers things, but it would definitely uh it would definitely benefit the Jets. But I'm not too yeah. sure on love though. No, I ain't either. Yeah. But at some point you you got you got to figure it out. Either that's that's yeah, your you future or it it's not. Yeah. You can't just you can't keep extending your your contract with yeah. Aaron Rodgers and being unhappy mm. and then not knowing. Okay, do we have the next next quarterback, or do we need to yeah. we need to reassemble or you know reassess this? Yeah. Um, I was listening to Colin Cowherd today, and they brought up an interesting point though, with everybody kind of pulling out with Tom Brady retiring. Um, if Hurts wins the Super Bowl, he's going to demand more money. Um, so therefore, things are going to get tricky in Philadelphia. What wouldn't make what would make Green Bay go, hey, look, Aaron, why don't you stick around for a couple more years? We're 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 about to be you're about to be the best quarterback in the NFC because there's really nobody else left in the NFC quarterback wise. Yeah, um, sure we not. could we could we could pop we could potentially make a run at this. Um, I think that's just putting a band aid on it. I I don't know. Mm-hmm. This has been an, it seems like every offseason is an ongoing drama thing. Uh, we didn't even know if he'd yeah. come back last year. We, uh, for, for all we knew, he was going to continue doing Jeopardy. For all we knew, this last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <laughs> I, I, I think I think at some point you got to pull that bandaid off and just just decide to go and do what you figure to figure it out without each other. And I, I think this is a good point. It's an opportunity for both of them, really. You know, Green Bay gets some picks and possibly a player, get them off the books. Aaron Rodgers get a chance to actually have some legitimate receivers um, and, and kind of uh, really take a team as kind of equivalent to where he's at now. I'm um, kind of medium, you know, middle of the middle of the pack team and, you know, may, possibly make something of it. Um, the next yeah. quarterback on the, uh, the um the talk is Derek Carr. Um obviously no longer gonna be with the Oakland Raiders. Or I'm sorry, there you go, saying Oakland Raiders. Los Angeles, yeah. uh, Las Vegas. There you go. We'll get a, and they quit moving, I would remember what what their name was. Uh <laughs> the Las Vegas Raiders. Um at first, you know, I wasn't sure until mm. because there, there was talks linking Potentially Tom Brady going to San Francisco, not knowing if Brady was going to be ready for the next season because he's out for six months now. Um, we heard Shanahan say today that there was really no no way that Jimmy G was going to be um, part of this team next year. I mean, he said that last year, um, but I, I, I think I, yeah, but I think I think coaches get aggravated with the whole injury thing. It seems like Jimmy Garoppolo spends more time injured than he actually does playing. Um, and then you have Trey Lance, who's also coming off a serious injury, and I don't know if Trey Lance is really the answer as well. 
Um, so I know there was talks of potentially Tom Brady going out and playing San Francisco, playing in a system, a team that was good. Um, you add that veteran, good quarterback for another year or two, gives 49ers a chance to kind of reassess as well. Um, and, and figure out life, maybe develop uh, Brock Purdy more or whatever. Um, of course, Tom Brady pulled his name out of that hat with retirement. So now that leaves the possibility of Derek Carr. Um, you throw Derek Carr in a situation on a team that's good, um, a team that's going to protect their quarterback because outside of that hit with the um, the tight end trying to block the defensive end, they've been pretty good at keeping Purdy protected. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You got you, you got serious players over there, huh? How good is Carr? Purdy. How good is Carr? Carr I'm I'm not a big fan of Carr, but I'm I not think either. in that system, but I think in that system. With as good as that defense is, and Mike uh, with Shanahan coaching them and his schemes, I think that Carr could live in that system. Um, I'm not, I'm okay. not going to say he's going to be MVP of the league, but I think that it, you're talking about a seventh round Brock Purdy who never played in the NFL managed to win the rest of his games and make it to the playoffs. I, I can't see why with the same situation with Derek Carr, they could not do the same thing and, and potentially go farther into the uh, into the playoffs. I would like to see Carr going down to, uh, to Houston. Houston, Texas, uh, now, link up with uh, – go down there. But they got a pick. They I got, got, they got a draft pick. But they got a draft pick. They can easily get there. A young quarterback, you know, that's 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 what kind of like stops that though. That's a possibility as well. If I was Derek Carr, I would be knocking on the Forty ers door though. Oh yeah, much better situation yeah. with a much better much coach. better. Um, and yeah. look, I I don't even I even let you get me on the discount if you want. Like let, let, yeah. let's talk um, versus yeah. having to go to Houston. I mean, obviously, oh yeah, uh, yeah getting fired, yeah. getting fired from your current situation. You know, you you can only yeah. you know bargain so much. But you know, look, yeah. like, didn't you just get cut from uh, from the Las Vegas? Yeah. Look. Yeah. Let me, let me I, I offer my services. Go to the but they already committed uh, to their I think, uh, Tua. Tua. Yeah. Um, but he, I think, should, he, should he retire? Should he just go ahead and call it quit before next year even comes? Who, Tua? Yeah. I mean, he's had a rough year. Um he doesn't impress me as a quarterback. I, I, I mean, Miami obviously schemed around him and done well. At some point, honestly, after that first that first hit and he was woozy, I would have rethought life. Like, look, I would yeah. gone home and like, look, can I live off the odd some odd million dollars I already got? Is this enough? Like, so what's the point of having this lifestyle, yeah, this money, yeah. if? If your your brain's is all scrambled the rest yeah. of your life, um, yeah. you know, and, and that's why you got that's why you got so many players nowadays retiring. So you, you hear this player, mm-hmm. this player retired twenty six. Yeah. This player, you know, yeah. they mm-hmm. 
that they said at home, like, look, I, I got $40 million in the bank. Why am I doing this anymore? Like, you know, I, I, I used to only make $40,000 in a year, and I got $40 million yeah. sitting or $12 million, yeah. whatever the case may be. Yeah. Like, this is, not, this is not worth it to me no more. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah. I, I think – I think this offseason, Tua really needs to sit down and think about it. Like, can I financially invest financially, whatever, uh, work for myself, uh, flip houses, yeah, whatever? One more, yeah, one more. One more. They're going to get him out of there. He, I don't think the NFL I don't think the NFL is going to allow him to see one more concussion now. If he gets one more concussion known, he, he got to go then. You know, so. Yeah. I, uh, I, what would you think about Jackson? Where's Jackson going? I think call me crazy. I they can't call me crazy, but I think I think Baltimore. My issue, and I try not to be biased with it. I am not a run first, throw second quarterback. So therefore, I'm yeah, never, I was I never really mean, a fan yeah. of Michael Vick. Yeah, Cam Newton. Yeah. Um, yeah. The only one that kind of impressed me was Randall Cunningham in the day. The Cunningham, um, yeah. But these quarterbacks, yeah, yeah. But these quarterbacks it's that, that use their it's legs, yeah. Yeah. Your your shelf life is only so long. Then yeah. if you get a defense that plays that, then you're mm-hmm. then you got to live off that arm. Then yes, every once yeah. in a while just like just like Cam Newton, you you would make a hellified pass. But most of the yeah. time that's not what's gonna happen. Yeah. And so yeah. I, I think at some point I think both of them are gonna get closer to the numbers are gonna get a little bit closer to a point they can make an agreement. Because Baltimore yeah. has done, done, they have done drafted and signed free agencies, free agents around having that game plan in place. Yeah, and yeah. I don't think the anybody whole, else, yeah. anybody else is going to give me the money, yeah. give Lamar Jackson no. the money that he's wanting. I don't think anybody yeah. else is one. One, their system is set up for that. But two, no yeah. one's going to pay someone that. It's not going to throw the ball in. They're, they're, not only you got a game plan for that, but like I said, the shelf life, the injuries, and those have mounted up lately. You think we see? We, you think uh, his best years are behind him? Is Jackson? I I think unless he really takes time in the off season and develop a passing game, I think yes. Because you're only getting mm-hmm. older, the injuries are only piling up, and defenses. It's this has been the same way for every quarterback. Like just like with Cam Newton, yep. you know, Cam Newton came out, he ran all over mm-hmm. everybody. But once the mm-hmm. defenses had time to watch video, study, and adjust, yeah. those yardage became less and less, and then made him pass yeah. more and more. And that's why no longer did Carolina want him. That's why he didn't make it in New England because now we're requiring as you got older and you're not taking the beating as much. You're not, and the defenses yeah. have done adjusted. You're not running as much. You're not. You're not doing the yeah. same things you did that first or second year you came out. Defenses didn't know how to do mm-hmm. it, um, mm-hmm. and, and so and that was just like any other thing that's happened. That was like Tim Tebow that first year when he came out and took yeah. Denver to the playoffs. And, you know, that next year the defenses adjusted and it was different. Um, same way with um, Lamar Jackson. Same way with uh, uh, Michael Vick. You know, when he first came to the league, he ran all mm-hmm. over everybody. But once yeah. defenses learned how to play him, then luckily for Michael Vick, out of all them quarterbacks, yeah, Vick had out of all them quarterbacks though, Vick Vic had the most 
arm strength and and, and accuracy out of all of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? As far as you know, as far as when his life, when his when his career had to change, he's the one that adjusted better than than any of them. I I, I can I can, he, I can say he, that. He adjusted better in Philadelphia than he did in Atlanta. When he went to Philadelphia, oh yeah, that kind yeah. of that was kind of the end of the whole run thing, and he, then that's when you really yeah. got to see him pass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Next topic on there on the list. Um, so we got about ten more minutes. Um, we're kind of. I'm gonna skip over. I want because I want to get to the LeBron thing. I want to make sure we get okay. that in. I want to make sure first of all okay. we're not NFL dominant. Yeah. We'll we'll talk about the 17 no. game record no. things and all that no. stuff another night. Yeah. Um. <laughs> One, um, congratulations, LeBron James. Uh, became fourth all-time yeah, on the assist list, 89 yeah. points away from all-time scoring. Um, I, I guess we really don't appreciate or think about what that really means because I oh, saw yeah. the stats today. And uh, to see him on the assist list and then see how yeah. the top five people mm-hmm. whatever in assist yeah. and see what they are scoring, what their rankings and scoring and vice versa, just blows your mind and okay. know he's one and four, and everybody else is yeah. like top five and one. They're like yeah. 50th or 60th yeah. or something ridiculous yeah. in the other. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's a good stat right so, there. Yeah. Uh, very, very impressed with what he has accomplished. And he's another one that I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm a LeBron fan. I'm a Cleveland Cavalier fan. So when he's with Cleveland, Sure, I'm down for cheering for LeBron James. When he's not a Cleveland Cavalier, when he's not a Cleveland Cavalier, I'm not a LeBron James fan. I'm a Cleveland Cavalier fan, so I cheer for Cavaliers. Um, so right now, I cheer on Donovan Mitchell. I'll cheer on Kevin Love. I'll cheer on who's on my team. Just like right now, I'll cheer on Kareem Hunt as a running back. But if he goes somewhere else because they're not, he's not happy. Whatever the situation is, I'm no longer a Kareem Hunt fan. Yeah. I am just a Cleveland sure. Browns fan. Um, yeah. I say low to my team. Um, but I do, he's another one just like Tom Brady that he has done mm-hmm. everything right. And I have a great appreciation yeah. for that. Um, mm-hmm. I may not, I may not care for some of his social, the things that he does and says socially. And I think he gets kind of carried away with some of the stuff he does yeah. on social media yeah. Um, yeah. and some of the things that he does politically and all that involved. But when it comes to what he does for the kids and what he does, um, how he he's a, a man for his wife and his kids and a role model, those kind of things, mm-hmm. I, I greatly appreciate and, and have mad respect for. Because once again, you know, we we've seen you know different basketball players and, and their domestic issues, their drug issues, their whatever issues. Then you got someone like LeBron who's on top of the world, has all the money, can do pretty much anything he wants, but yet he's never cheated on his wife wife as far as we know of um he raised he's highly involved with both of his kids or at least least two of them i don't know how many i think he's only got two but um he's done stuff for the community and everything else like so i have a lot of respect for that um your thoughts on his accomplishments because in these days you just take greatness He's great. He's definitely great. You know, you got to appreciate the greatness he's done as far as the NBA because that, the stats that you just said, as far as the points to assist, and you go look at somebody else, that, that does have a lot to say about his basketball IQ and how he takes 
and how he is on that court. Because he's talking about about to be number one in points and four assists. That's 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 great right there. So as oh, yeah. far as his greatness, you know, it's definitely. I'm glad I got the start as far as him play. But uh, I can definitely appreciate how good he is as a basketball player. That's another one right there. Can you can you imagine? You know, you figure at best two or three years. You know, he wants to play with yeah. his son on the same yeah. team, and then that's going to be pretty much it. Whenever whenever that happens, we already know it's either that or the next season, and that's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And to know that there's not going to be a LeBron James on the on the court no more, just like there's not a Tom Brady. Like, yeah. you're talking mm-hmm. twenty. You're talking twenty years again. Like mm-hmm. 20 years, like half of pretty much half of our life, we have seen Tom right. Brady yeah. or LeBron James play in the sport, yeah. um, and, and it's yeah. about to be no more. Um, mm-hmm. My grandson will never know of a Tom Brady or of a LeBron James. Like he's, yep. he's like five right now. Like that. That's he's gonna have to mm-hmm. Google those names, um, Wikipedia mm-hmm. or whatever. That's that's just that's insane to uh, even have that thought. Um, the other night, there was a controversial call gets him and the Boston Celtics. Um, obviously, yeah. uh, call did not go in his favor. Um, Jason Tatum fouled, did not foul, whatever the case may be. Um, we'll get into that in a second. Uh, missed the shot, missed the, pretty much the layup, caused the game then to go, then to go in overtime. Boston wins the game. Um, first of all, first part is the fact that, you know, talking about – we're we're too close. Um, if they won the game, I think they were fourth in the standings. They lose, they're like eighth or ninth in the standings at the time. Yeah. Um, it's an important game to them. And just like they brought up today, the fact that you don't play back-to-back, so you lose that game, and then everybody sits out the next game, and Katie's mm-hmm. out, and um, someone mm-hmm. else is out, and Kyrie Irving yeah. is carrying Boston, or I'm sorry, not Boston, but Brooklyn, which if everybody would have played, yeah. they could have won that game. Um, and then, yeah. obviously, they won the next night with the hints uh, last night. Uh, so you could have won two out of the last three games, but instead you lose two out of three games because you got you got beat on a bad call the first night, and then you all decided to sit out the next night when you could have won a game that you should have won. Um, yeah. So that, I, found that, I found that kind of humorous. But I'm not going to lie. Um, he got fouled. <laughs> it was a bad call. Yeah, he did. He did. Uh, but my thing, my thing with it is, is LeBron is uh, him and James Harden to me are the two biggest floppers in the league, or at least was. I've not kept up with it lately, yeah. but they are very dramatic with flopping, and I feel that it kind of you kind of weep what you sow. So if you constantly flop in and you're constantly being dramatic uh, and not actually being fouled, one when you actually get fouled and not get called, I kind of kind of chuckled off because you brought it on yourself. The referees are going to it's like the boy that cried wolf. You know, you keep saying I'm fouled, mm-hmm. I'm fouled, I'm fouled, and they watch you on video flopping around and not really being fouled. Then you know they miss the call and they're not going to believe you or assume that you're just being dramatic for no reason. Uh, yeah. So I, I, I don't I don't feel but so bad for the call because the fact that you flop so bad and you and you also get away with a little bit of you know fouls that you shouldn't get away with as well. So I, I, I didn't feel and so bad. And they still had a, they still had an opportunity to win the game too. You know, yes. I, I feel 
Yeah, I feel if you weren't so dramatic and at the the free throw line on your knees and basically crying, yeah. and just been like, you oh, know yeah. what, yeah. it's a bad call. Let's let's get this. Let's get what was ours in overtime. Yeah, game yeah. would probably be differently, yeah. but you you yeah. you you would act like you you lost your lifelong, you lost your high school yeah. sweetheart that you're married to, whatever. Or just yeah. lost your kids in a car accident, or like you just yeah. <laughs> like a meltdown. <laughs> um, yeah. Did you see the part where Patrick Beverly grabbed the camera? Oh yeah, I saw that. Very entertaining. I saw that when he gave it to the ref. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I understand why they gave him a T, and I have a lot of shows I've watched, and they said that he deserved the T. Um, oh. I'm sure he probably, by rules, deserved a T. But I thought it was very entertaining. Patrick Beverly yeah, is one of those to me. Patrick, Patrick Beverly to me is one of those players that if he's on your tra- team, you love him. Yeah. If he's not you on your him. team, you hate him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. it's like a Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley's on your team, you love him. Charles yeah. Barkley and your mm-hmm. team, you don't like him. <laughs> yeah. Um, you are. And that's how I feel about Pat- Patrick Beverly. Oh, Lord have mercy. Um. I don't know if there's anything I was going to jump into. We only got about two more minutes left on uh, tonight's show. Um, before we jump out of here, uh, one, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. I'm glad for all those that either catch the show live tonight um, or will catch um, either the replay over at www.the110nationsportsradionetwork.com or um, either you can catch the tabs there or if you catch us on iHeart or Spotify. Um, as a matter of fact, they'll hold this. iHeart, Spotify, iTunes, Spreaker, um, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Savon, Pod, uh, Podcast Addicts, Deezer, Podchaser, or here on Blog Talk Radio. You can really catch us just about anywhere. The links are also on our Facebook page, 110 Nation Sports. Um, I want to thank you all for tuning in, catching the show. Don't forget, on Tuesday nights, you guys can catch Race Chat Live, um, 8 o'clock. Uh, Chris, Craig, Taz, and Miss Lee, um, every Tuesday night, will be in the studio catching up on all things NASCAR. Uh, we're talking about SRR, SRX Radio, around uh, on Side Radio, SRX Racing, um, ND, really all racing, uh, majority of us NASCAR, but if you're a big NASCAR fan, make sure you guys tune in two hours, um, on, or an hour and a half, two hours on Tuesday night, but show kicks off at 8 o'clock, and then we got local racing on Thursday night, um, they'll be back in the studio in a month or so, um, Southern Dirt Chat Report, great show, fun time, make sure you guys check it out. Like I said at the beginning, if you have a show that you already do, say on Blog Talk Radio or one of these uh, different platforms, and you want to be able to put it onto a syndicated onto another platform um, to get it out to all these different um, outlets, say such as iHeart or Spotify, or whatever, um, or maybe you want to do a show, just don't have a platform um, to do it on. Just hit me up, Mr. CJ Sports at Gmail dot com. Um, Got to uh, make sure that I thank Carolina Sports Plus as uh, we we doing all our shows this year out of the uh, Carolina Sports Plus studio. Uh, Mario, uh-huh. once again, let them know where they can find you, um, your store at, uh, Facebook, website. That way um, we can send them your way to uh, get all sport merchandising. Oh, yeah, most definitely. You can find us in Rayford, North Carolina. 
You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Caroline Sports Plus, and you can find us online at carolinesportsplus.com. Um, you guys can find my personal fan page, Mr. CJ Sports. Um, you also hit me up on Twitter at Mr. CJ Sports as well. I'm looking forward to be back in the studio next to, uh, next Wednesday. We used to do a Tuesday way back in the day. Um, next Wednesday night, Mario and I will be back in here to do it again, get you guys caught up. Uh, we were going to do a Super Bowl prediction. We'll do Super Bowl prediction next week. we got a whole extra week to do it before they got the Super Bowl anyway. Yep. Um, so next week cool. we'll catch you on uh, all the, all the raid tr- uh, trade rumors, all the uh, any other action. Oh, we didn't even get into the Sean Payton thing. we got to make sure we talk about Sean Payton, Denver oh, Bronco yeah, uh, coach him. now. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely going to get that in there. Uh, get some NBA talk as uh, as the season continues moving forward. I'm sure I'm sure we're going to have some more uh, Patrick Beverly talk as well. Um, so looking forward to being back in the studio um, next Wednesday night, eight o'clock, right here on the uh, One Ten Nation Sports Radio Network. Uh, Mario, thanks for hanging out with me. Glad we got an opportunity to do this together. Looking forward to uh, many more shows. Yes, many more shows. Thanks for having me as well. <laughs> Yes, sir. Everybody have a great night. Until next time. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.